0: Daniel Romo, co-founder of Remora Media. Welcome to the podcast, Daniel.
1: Hi, how you doing?
0: Good, thanks. And how are you?
1: I'm good. little star crazy thanks to COVID-19, <laughs> but, but we're good. We're good. Okay, excellent. I want to start off by
0: asking about your background and how you ended up at Remora Media.
1: Okay, so... Born and raised in Jamaica. Um, I come from a very artistic family. So, of course, I had to go Edna Manley. There was was no other option for me. I was like, I'm going there. Mm -hmm. Um, Went there. Didn't finish because the school was like, anyone that's ever been there understands when I say not run well. (laughs) And we'll leave it at that. Mm -hmm. and so I moved to the States and started studying at the Art Institute of Fort Lauderdale, met my now husband there, and got married, lived with him in the States for a while, and then eventually we moved to the Bahamas, where we are now, and because I was living with him in the States, and he was the one working, but I wasn't because of their visa restrictions. I, when we moved to the, to the Bahamas, I was like, I'm going to work and I'm going to work in my field. I'm not just gonna go pick up a job anywhere just because. And my loving husband, he's so supportive of me. He was like, okay, let's do this. But the state of affairs on our island is it's a very, very small island. Mm. And it's very clicky, meaning once someone has kind of gained popularity, everyone will kind of go to you okay. and that'll be great. But if someone else gets very popular, they'll all kind of shift and move over to that of a new person because you're new because it's, it's a small place. There isn't much option. And so lots of people start and then fail. And then you have a group of people on the island that start their businesses and then their businesses reign supreme (laughs) forever. And at the time when we came, there was one main media company on the island and they were called Kenai and they did some really good work and because they did really good work, they got all the contracts. They got everything. So when we came, I looked into them, saw their work, and I was like, I can do this. I can do this kind of work. But they weren't looking to hire at the time. So I was like, well, you know what? I don't really see too many other photographers on the island doing the kind of corporate work that they do. So let me, you know, just feel it out let me start doing some photography here, see if I can get some clients, see what people are saying, see what they're not saying. Mm -hmm. And so I just started. And for the first year, it was just under my name, um, Daniel Rowan Photography, just doing whatever I could get, any odd jobs. And I ended up doing pretty much what every other photographer on the island does, which is weddings Mm -hmm. and birthday parties. But I started getting into people's um, event circles. And from events, I started doing more corporate events. There are a lot less of those, but they're well run. And once you kind of get into the corporate crowd, because it is, everyone is clicky, you're kind of in. Right. But it takes, it takes a second to get in. So once that started happening, I realized okay, in order for them to really take me seriously in the corporate arena, we kind of have to make this a company. Um, And as I was dealing with the frustration after that first year of running around, working, doing any odd jobs that came, and I hated every single one of those odd jobs (laughs) because I knew what I wanted to do. But that was not something that was commonly done or popular. Mm-hmm. On the island, i.e., corporate advertising work. And so my husband was like, "Okay, if this is what you want to do, let's do it full steam ahead. Let's make a company." Mm-hmm. And never making a company ever before in my life, <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, let's do it. Let's go." <laughs> I'm a, you know, I, I I'm a freelancer. It's pretty much mm-hmm. the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's not. <laughs> It's not. There's a lot more involved. Um, And I'm learning more every day still. So Rimwar Media is what was born of that idea of bringing a sense of interest to the corporate identities here on the island because, you know, small pond, big fish kind of thing right when the big fish was that other company i mentioned kenai media now as our company started up in the midst of building it actually getting the licenses and all of that stuff you know we were like okay let's not wait on the actual business side of it to start working so we just started Mm -hmm. and when we started it was my husband and I doing both of our crafts and then branching out from there. My husband is a graphic designer. I'm a photographer. In the States, we had done a few video projects for his company that he worked for. And we were like, you know what, we're really good at that. We, we both are very visual and he's very good at planning. And I can pretty much execute anything he asks for. Like I'll find a way, I'll make a way, I'll research it, I'll study it. Like I love creating the visuals. And so we're like, you know, let's let's bring that here. There aren't there's even less videographers here that do corporate work or advertising. Let's tap into that. And so we started putting out our feelers, started working with other videographers. And as that started happening and us getting work, Kenai Media was like, "Okay, yeah, we're done here." Wow. Yeah, yeah, it happened. It happened as we were starting to get known. The main competitor of us just up and left. They moved to Canada. That is.
0: The amazing. owner, the
1: owner of the company, had to leave for a family business. Uh, you know, he just he couldn't take it anymore and it's understandable because this island is really difficult sometimes it's a wonderful place if you get into it and you really decide to stick with it but if you're not up for the challenge it can crush you just like anywhere in the world you have to kind of decide this is where i want to be this is a mark i want to make and make it happen and if you don't have that kind of resolve or if that resolve wanes this island can crush you like it's 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 a it's it's a saying here, you know, if you can make it here, you can make it just about anywhere. Mm, and it's yeah. no joke. It's it's a small pond, but some heavy hitters work here, like some heavy like if you're in the corporate realm, this is as corporate as it gets. Like companies that have New York London stations, they also got their little places here in the Bahamas. My island in particular is very heavy on the shipping side. So there's lots of shipping magnets and things like that here. So if you can get into those circles, you have to bring your A plus game. Mm. <laughs> and so that is where we are slowly working our way into now. Okay. And uh, that is, that, that is medio and how it came to be and where it is now pretty much. So it, wow. it started as just, you know, me kind of going, I'm not going to do a regular job. <laughs> I'm going to use my talents here to let's take over. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is absolutely amazing. And I'm, I'm glad you brought up the part about resolve. I think a lot of us who are not necessarily corporate minded, um, who are more in the artistic side, maybe trying to fuse the business and maybe slightly corporate stuff with our art or anything like that. Um, not letting the nine to f- the idea of having to do a nine to five. That that those notions that were taught about, oh, you just go to school, go to work, get a get a job, and just stay in that job, and then whatever. Most of us don't really get to work in the arenas that we're trained to.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: it can become very taxing on your morale as yeah. artists. <laughs> so I'm really glad you brought that up because it, this is a very individual thing. And mm-hmm. it's, um, it's something that you as an individual have to decide. So even though you're a great team with your husband, you still as an individual have to have that sense of that fire in the pit of your stomach that says this is something that I'm going to do. I'm not just going to say it. I'm not just going to dream about it. I'm actually Mm -hmm. to see the steps in place to do it. And that's where your husband meets you. It's like action meets action.
1: Yes, it is definitely that Mm -hmm. because there are days where I just want to be like, maybe I should just go get me like a nine to five regular, you know, I'll work at McDonald's. It can't be any harder than this. Like I ain't going to sleep some nights. Like it, because it's a whole different thing when you decide I'm going to have a company versus being a freelancer, freelancer, you have to handle a lot. You know, you get your clients, you do the work, you deliver the work, having a company, regardless of how small that company is, or how big it is, you can never just think, I'm going to get a client, do the work, deliver it. You have to then say, my company's brand. You have to decide the brand. Then you have to decide your kind of client. You can't just take on any client. You have to decide once you've solidified your brand, you have to then to de- you have to decide how far you can stretch that brand for your client. You know, like I, I do mainly corporate and advertising stuff. That doesn't mean I don't take on more personal projects under my business brand. Like say there are clients that I had from the beginning before I just dedicated myself completely to corporate. And every now and again, those clients come to me and be like, hey, it's my daughter's birthday. I really would love, you know, love your work. And I have to go within myself, okay, this is a client who I know personally, who I've taken photos of their children since I've come onto this island. Do I want to now as a corporate business owner, do I want to then do that? Do I want to take that on? And I personally take it on because like that particular client, she has a business. So if I take care of her personal, she will then let me into her business, mm-hmm. which we're now talking about. My, my willingness to work with her for her personal desires, knowing as she knows that I am now mainly corporate, she mm-hmm. says, okay, now that I, you know, I see your work, I know your work, can you now do something for my business? So as a business owner, I have to think two steps after that delivery, you know, how can that one delivery help me get more work? And as a freelancer, you have to think about that, but you don't have to think about, is it work that aligns with my brand, my company's brand? When I step outside my door, I have to make sure me as a person, because My person is my brand. I have to make sure that that is visible when I go out. If I go out with my husband, we still, because it's a small island, we know we're going to eventually meet up with a person, even if we're just bypassing them in the store that we work for or work with or may potentially want to work with. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, like every conversation we have with people here, we have to think, hey, this could be a client soon. Right. And a lot of times they become our clients. Maybe not that month, maybe not that year even, Mm. but years down the line. We've had family, friends who when we came knew about us but had their own businesses but never came to us and now they're like, well, you know, we knew about you, but we didn't realize you did this. <laughs> and then we'll be like, okay, now you know, it, it, it always brings back the need to always be that business person wherever you are. As a freelancer, you can turn it off. Mm-hmm. As the owner of your company, you don't really turn it off. And until you own a company or you try to start your company, mm-hmm. it's hard to understand that. Mm-hmm. Because just think about, Think about bill gates right. when bill gates goes out he's always bill gates owner of microsoft True. he can't he can't go do some crazy stuff or say some nasty things because that will negatively affect microsoft it will negatively affect the stocks it will negatively affect purchasing um the the, the purchasability of his products exactly mm-hmm. you know it's in our time of social media you're always on yes in person and online so for us we are an advertising company like we create advertising we create a brand for people and that in turn means we have to be very careful with our very own brand right like how we show ourselves, whether we show a lot or a little, says a lot about how we can handle our clients' brand. And if we can't show our clients how we conduct ourselves in a way that they desire their company to look, they're not going to come to us. Like They just won't. If we go out and we get drunk by 10 o'clock, and that client that we didn't even know was going to be a client sees us, mm-hmm. they may rethink mm-hmm. like, I don't know. These people on a Wednesday out here getting drunk before <laughs> nah, 10. We nice. don't do that. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, we never do that period, but extra right. now we ain't doing that. Right. Right. You know? So even, even the things we go to, the events we go to, like I don't like going out, mm-hmm. but If there's a business event going on, I try to go. Everyone that knows me knows how well-mannered my son is. And they're like, okay, if we have anything child-related, we usually go to her because she handles kids well. We like how she handles kids. Mm -hmm. You know, my husband, you know, our branding that he has created for our company, Mm -hmm. he has created it to look kind of luxe, kind of, you know, very highbrow, and we realized we did our job too well at first because then people didn't come to us because they thought we were too expensive because oh. we wanted them to think hey we can make you look expensive right not realizing initially how in turn that mm-hmm. would make them view our brand ah. no one even wanted to call us at first because we were so we looked so legit we almost looked too legit for our island <laughs>
0: Wow, that's really
1: insightful though. Right. So that's what it means to all because we had mm-hmm. to start then going out, talking to people, letting them know, hey, we're mm-hmm. more media. That's us. Mm-hmm. We're cool. We're relatable. We're talk, you know, you can talk to us. Mm-hmm. You see how our brand looks? We can make you look like that. Yeah. That's and amazing. so yeah, you know, we have to do that now mm-hmm. in everything from video to photos to graphics. Everything we do. Has to deliver a level of panache, a level of excellence, a level of what's the word?
0: Je
1: ne sais quoi. Je ne sais quoi. Exactly. You. You. Everything we do, we try to remember that. And then corporatize it <laughs> 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 because, because you can't be too full of flair in the right. corporate world. Right. There is a, there's a level before it becomes too fantastical or too luxury or too something for it to work in the corporate world. So where there's always that fine balance that we have to try and play with because mm-hmm. that's what we decided. We decided as a company, we're going to try and focus on corporate. Okay. You know, and the corporate entities that are here are the corporate entities that we have to work with. And like I said, a lot of them are like shipping magnets or industrial complex stuff. So it's not like fashion houses or, right. or, or bear brands, right. you know, things yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a level that you can go to and then you have to make it look corporate. And then there's a level you can't go below mm. and because you can't fix that. You right. you can't you you know, if we're working with a local brand that their audience is colloqui is like all colloquialisms and stuff like that, like say a restaurant and all they do is local food, but their only audience is like and I hate to say it this way, but like the poorer class Mm. if we were to do that if we took on that job and did it and then put it out and said hey we did this Mm. or top tier clients would be like but then if you're doing that why would we want to go to you Ah. that doesn't mean we don't do it that just means we don't say hey we did this
0: (laughs) right i get you there's you don't you know media on
1: it right -hmm. Unless we're taking an old brand and then elevating it. Okay. Because that's what we do. Right. And that takes a lot of dedication because there's there are months where we won't get any work or Mm -hmm. there's months where I'm you know, putting in proposals for several jobs and just getting no's, 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 no's. And I have to try and remind myself, no, there is a reason. This is what we do. I cannot, you know, I I cannot, I cannot bend the rules for everyone. I cannot do everything. And as an artist, that's where your artistic determination has to come in.
0: Right.
1: Where you say, this is who I am as an artist. And then... There's also the corporate business side where you're like, okay, as a business person, I have to adhere to these rules, even if it's something I want to do. Mm-hmm. If, something come, if someone comes to me and says, oh, I really want to do this. And I look at it and I say, I personally want to do this. But as a business, I don't think I can take this on. Right. I have to then turn something down or I have to try and convince the client to take it in a different direction if mm-hmm. they can or are willing. Okay. So business gets real funny like that.
0: Right. It has its own language. Like math has its own language. And um, I guess any subject kind of has its own language, even accounting.
1: Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. I like that. It's like learning the language of your business because every artist's business isn't the same and they don't want Mm -hmm. to approach it the same. So you have Mm -hmm. been basically mapping out step by step what it is your language is going to be. Mm -hmm. so that's actually really important i think that people don't discuss a lot in terms of what is the language of your art your business or whatever it is you're you're getting into
1: yeah a lot of people you know like to say oh don't worry just start something do it you know there's enough people out there for you to get work or whatever Mm -hmm. and that's true but uh, i find at least When I first started out, I would watch all sorts of videos, listen to all sorts of podcasts, read all sorts of business things because it was all new to me. And everyone would say, you know, do you essentially. Mm -hmm. And people will, you know, the people that want you will find you. And that's good to say. Mm -hmm. But until you say why you need to do you, as a business person, And as as an artist, it doesn't always get through. Like I had to learn that by fire. (laughs) Like I remember taking on a job that I did not think was right. But I was like, one, we need the money. Mm -hmm. Two, it's a former client. I took on the job. And needless to say, I have never shown it to anyone. Mm. No one knows I did it, and I never tell anyone I did it mm. like I will not ever own up to this one like no way mm. i won't i won 't stretch it that far again ever it was it was right. a wedding, and I was like, oh, wow. never ever will I do it again it wasn 't bad; mm-hmm. it just was so far removed from what i 'm doing now. Mm-hmm. I will never show it <laughs> I get like you, you know yeah. like, you know when you 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 it, it it's almost a regret. I don't regret doing it because it taught me, hey, this isn't, this isn't what you're supposed to do. There's no. enough people out there that can do this better than you. Let them do it. Mm-hmm. And so now when people come to me for weddings, lots of people wanna be like, hey, can you take my wedding? You take those wonderful photos ever. And I'll be like, I'm sorry, I don't do weddings. And every time someone hears me say it, they are like, oh, you, but you take photos. i be like, yes. And I could do an excellent job at your wedding, I'm sure. Yeah. But that's not what I do. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't do weddings.
0: Right.
1: Yeah. Well, those here's a list lounge. of people. Yeah. Here's a list of people that I know that can do the job excellently. Right. I have confidence in them. Yes. You will like what they do. Yes. And that's what I do. When I turn down a job, I never just turn it down. I always say, here's other people that can do the job that you want right right i appreciate thank you that. for coming. Mm-hmm. yeah you don't you don't ever want to turn a, cl- a potential client away mm-hmm. because you can never tell when they want to come back to you for something else right if you help them even if it's giving them a suggestion as who else to go to mm-hmm. then they don't feel spurned mm-hmm. yeah you should always try and be helpful to the client
0: right mm-hmm. yeah I agree with that. And I find that sometimes that kind of courtesy isn't um, as prevalent as it should be.
1: No, it's not. In, in, in all places, in all arenas.
0: Right, yeah. Um, I think it's um, maybe, uh, I don't know if it's, due, maybe it's partially due to greed, but, um, and also maybe a sense of lack instead of paying attention to the abundance that actually is available. We're focused on the lack, so we tend to clench up and think, "Wow, I, I don't want them going to anyone else if they're not going to me." So you know, but yeah,
1: I think I think that's where that comes from. I think that's a big part of it. Mm-hmm. But I also think some people just don't understand how how good that is for you. If you, Mm -hmm. if you go and tell someone, Hey, no, I don't really do this. I can do this, but I don't do this. Here's a list of people that can do it Mm -hmm. to a client. You look really confident in who you are. Yes. Mm -hmm. And the fact that you feel confident enough to point them in a whole other direction Mm -hmm. shows that you don't really need them. And humans are really weird in the in the fact that when someone say they don't need us, we kind of want them more. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I mean, just just look at girls and bad guys. It's true, <laughs> like like they ignore us and we want them more, like just like, oh my goodness, just pay attention to me. You know a lot of people don't see it that way, but that's what happens. It does happen yes. I've had, I've had quite a few people come to me and say, hey, can you do this? Can you do that? And they'll be like, either, oh, no, I'm busy at the moment. I can't take that on right now. Here's a list of people. Or, oh, I'm sorry, that's not a particular field of mine. I do this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. And um, I could possibly take it on if you can't find anyone else. But here's a list of persons that I, would, that I trust and I would go to. Mm-hmm. Um, if they're unavailable, you can come back to me and then I will do it. Okay. Like, I'll do yeah. that. Like, right. if it's someone that I know, especially that really needs something done, mm-hmm. then I'll be like, all right. You're right. And I've, I've done that a few wedding. times. Even wedding. <laughs> <laughs>
0: wedding.
1: <laughs> yes. It's like, oh. Uh, yeah. I get you. Kudos to I... all the wedding photographers out there. <laughs> They're amazing yeah. people. Yes.
0: Um, you had brought up your son, so I wanted to bring him into the conversation in terms of what it's like running a business with your husband and raising your son.
1: Oh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> we've gotten to the juicy part. I yeah, I am a very A very dedicated mother. Mm -hmm. Like, for those few years that we were living in the States and I wasn't doing anything and it was just me and my son all day long, it was me and my son all day long. I didn't, I focused on him 110%. He was my moon and sun and stars, he was my everything. And when I When I thought he was old enough, about three or so, I was like, okay, I think I can start pulling back now and start refocusing on me, which is where we decided to start doing the business because I was like, you know what? I don't want to just freelance anymore. I want to really, really get this going. You know, this is my desire. Now, unfortunately, no one told me having, starting a business is like having a whole other baby, (laughs) because it's like a whole other baby you have to learn that baby and I had to learn my son for three years he is he is very much like me and he's very much like his father and that combination creates a whole other beast he is a very stubborn very intelligent kind but needy kid like he is needy he needs attention so does my business my business needs equal attention and it's like a constant fight between being a good mother and right. being a good business person right. and there are times where i have to put one or the other on hold so there'll be times where okay it's summertime like right now if it wasn't for covid i would be half and halfing it right But because of COVID, we're all stuck at home. There is no chance for me to send him away to summer camp and be like, okay, he's away for a couple hours. I can focus on my business. When he comes home, I can give him my full attention. Right. Now I have to somehow give him my full attention and give my business my full attention because unlike and luckily Mm -hmm. for some people, I have work. Right. My husband has double the work, like Mm. ridiculous. So much much work, he doesn't sleep some nights. Wow. Yeah, like it's strange. We thought we would be one of those persons where we don't really have that much to do. Mm. And instead, every lockdown we've had Mm. is when the work doubles. Wow. This is awesome, but it's also kind of indicative of what's going on a lot of people are, having, are realizing that the nine-to-five formula doesn't always work. Exactly. So everyone is trying to become an entrepreneur. Everyone is trying to do this, trying to do that. People that have their businesses are, are now realizing, oh, wait, advertising, that's important.
0: Yes.
1: So, you know, all of a sudden we have all of this, all these inquiries and proposals and this and that. And all of that takes time takes attention and it takes time and attention away from my son who actually just ran up beside me <laughs> <laughs> not just I've been here for a while. you've been here for all of two seconds so. uh wait, maybe a minute maybe a minute okay can you can you can you give me a couple more minutes Beetle Yes Beetle hello <laughs> <laughs> he is just give me one second. This this is this is part of it. Uh, family, <laughs> yes. Everyone's here all the time.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, you know, you're seeing it firsthand. You know that like this is this is, yep. this is. It right here. I have
1: I have many client calls where my son mm-hmm. is on my lap, and I'm trying to get him to be mm-hmm. quiet. I'm trying to help him with homework. I'm mm-hmm. trying to get him to study. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's that's a constant part of it. Mm-hmm. It never ends. Right. Um, and right now, because of COVID, it is amplified.
0: Right.
1: <laughs> amplified means something that has been made more or bigger or doubled, made louder. Remember, you have a amp it's it's that short for amplifier so your guitar has an amplifier makes your electric guitar louder yeah.
0: but yeah i mean i enjoyed the candiness of that i enjoyed you know
1: okay Woo.
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we got to right. see first hand <laughs>
1: Yes, you got to see firsthand uh-huh. my constant battle between business yes. and motherhood. Yay. It 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 truly it truly is a constant thing. Right. And it I, I say battle because some days it really feels like a battle. Mm-hmm. Trying to schedule everything mm-hmm. around him. Right. And like if it was a regular school day, like I'd have a few hours to run around, <laughs> handle any kind of house things, be it bills, groceries, and then run around, handle any kind of business, either collecting um, payments, delivering payments, having meetings. I have a few hours in the day between dropping him off to school and picking him up from school. And then any extracurricular activities that might be going on for him. And then also handling business calls during that, helping homework, doing homework. <laughs> trying there's, to work out trying to work out. I mean, I've given up honestly the past couple of days. I don't have it into me. I don't have it in me right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but but just trying to be a good wife, a good mother, and a good businesswoman. It isn't easy. And any woman doing it. And any man doing it can tell you it's not easy. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you just kind of have to remind yourself the why of why you're doing things. Because sometimes it's very easy to get get caught up in your work Mm -hmm. and just be like, oh, I have to work, I have to work, I have to work. Because money. (laughs) Right. And then your personal pride. (laughs) Yes. You know, and, and then doing things for yourself. Eventually your business can kind of subsume family life. Mm, and you have yes. to remember, wait, I'm doing all of this business stuff for mm. my family, to feed yes. my family. Let yes. me feed yes. my family, you know, yes. emotionally, mentally, give him attention. And then sometimes you have to take a step back completely from your business and be like, okay, I have to give 100% of my attention to my son. Because kids need that sometimes. They need to feel Devoted to. (laughs) Yes, yes. So, you know, that's what vacations do. But what do you do when, even on vacation, you're still doing business? Because Mm, that's true. You know, in the advertising world, in the creative world, there is no nine to five. True. And being a business owner, there is no nine to five. Your business is 24 Mm seven. You're managing that, you're dealing with accounting. you know, so like I'll be putting my son to bed and he'll be like, mommy, can you stay with me, please? And I'll be like, I can stand at the door while I'm on my phone right. writing emails. <laughs> ah,
0: compromise.
1: <laughs> so, I, <laughs> or sometimes mm-hmm. I'll just lay down beside him while he reads a book to bed right. instead of reading him to bed now because he reads well. So I'm like, right. okay, you're now reading books that are no longer fun to hear a person read. It's more fun to read them how about I lay down with you and you read your book and I'll be on my phone be like, but I want you to just be with me I'll be like I'm physically here <laughs> take it or I'm gonna go he's like okay no 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 just stay that's fine so it's you know I have to compromise I need to back again I have to compromise with him I have to compromise with my business all of that stuff yeah let
0: see what else would I need to ask Is there anything you want to add in terms of advice you'd want to give to, uh, I guess, dealing with, like say, the natural disasters, the things that can come with business, like not having business for a while. And um, I guess the ups and downs that, I guess, most of us do go through to varying degrees. Like what, what is it that helps to fuel? I mean, other than reminding yourself of the why, maybe that's enough and it could be um but um is there anything faith-based is there anything um Hmm. yeah anything that you want to add
1: well i can't say this for everyone because not i I don't know many people that have businesses with their spouses Mm -hmm. you know some people may work with their spouse, but it's not often that you find a business run, own, operated by spouses. Right. For us, because our business is currently located at home, we are together all the time. And almost, well, until the... The last couple of months, we have been literally in the same room all day, all the time, Ah. every day. (laughs) So COVID isn't even like, it doesn't phase us because we've been been living COVID. (laughs) We've been living like we're in COVID for years now. Okay, so you've had practice. We've had practice. That by no means says it's easy now now we have our son here with us all the time which is Mm mind-frazzling but what i would say to anyone who is thinking about starting a business with their spouse or is in a business with their spouse it's to make sure you take time away from each other Mm -hmm. that you know, a lot of people are always like, no, it's communication, it's this, it's that. I mean, it's everything, it's all of those things. But you have to be separate. Right. When you spend all your time together, little things, no matter how good and no matter how happy you are with each other, little things will start to grate on you. If you don't take that time to be separate, if you don't take that time to self-care if you don't also separate time between business and personal you will have a Mm blow-up and you know it could it could be years or it could be every week for us my husband is way more social than I am so he would go out maybe Once or twice a week. If it's a particularly stressful time, he may go up more often. And I will literally like kick him out. If I see he gets really tense, I'll be like, get out. Go. There'll be times where I've actually told him, go to your friend's house Mm -hmm. and spend the night. Like, Uh, go. Most women think I'm absolutely crazy. And I'll be like, I'd rather I send him out to go chill and have a good time and know he comes back nice and relaxed and rested and I have my husband back yes then you know I make him feel like he needs to be home all the time and love me and pay attention to me and this and that and this and that and this and that and then all of a sudden you know I found out something has happened (laughs) right You you know women are always worried about men cheating I'm the opposite I'm like I'm not worried about him cheating because I tell him to go out right I tell him I trust you. I respect you. Now go out. Yes. If you, you, you know, the Beatles said it. You know, if you, if you love someone, let them go. Yes. <laughs> let them go. Yeah. Let them go out. You have to, you have, to have faith in them. Mm-hmm. I agree. You have to 100%. have faith in your
0: spouse. Yes. Otherwise,
1: why did you get married? Not even why did you get married? Lots of people get married for the wrong reasons. Lots of people get married for the right reasons, but didn't know that person the way they Mm. learned them after a couple of years. Yeah, that's true. For me, it's forget the beginning. It's it's every day after that that you got to work on. Mm -hmm. Marriage isn't easy. Business isn't easy. You Mm -hmm. put them together, that's Mm -hmm. like extra headache. You got to be prepared Mm -hmm. to rethink how you did things before the business yes for us he worked for a company he would i would take him to work or he would take himself to work i wouldn't see him all day he'd come home fix me down you know play with baby everything good yay he would go off make music do whatever he wanted to do right now it's you know when when we started the business it was day in day out us mm. us 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 And we started really grating on each other. You know, just just imagine there's that one thing about your spouse that annoys you and then you have to deal with it every day, multiple times a day. You Mm -hmm. will hate this person. No matter how much you love them, Mm -hmm. you have to take that time away from each other. Mm -hmm. You know, distance makes the hearts grow fonder. Yeah. Yeah. It's not not an old saying for nothing. Mm -hmm. You need that space. Mm -hmm. And you also need to have that faith in them to give them the space Uh and you have to be willing to see your spouse as a business partner which means if they criticize something you do Uh for the business you have to be able to see that not as a spouse attacking you right but as a business person trying to make the business better and the only way to do that is to kind of hammer at the weak points
0: right yes
1: you have to be able to take criticism and give criticism without being mean or vindictive or feeling hurt you will feel hurt because especially if it's if it's art related that's your heart and soul you poured into it yes. and for me he's very exacting but i'm even more exacting on myself so when he criticizes something i've done i've probably already done it so it's like double reinforced in that I've done something bad. So I have to take a step back to myself and be like, OK, it doesn't mean it to be painful. Right. <laughs> we're learning from this. Yes. Next time yes. we go out and do the same thing, we're going to we're going to bring this piece of uh, advice. Yes. <laughs> like for video in particular, I go out, I do all the filming. I come home, I give him the, the footage and he edits it. He's the editor. Okay. Every time I go out, I wish he was there because I always tell him he's like my director. I wish he was on set every time. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, without him on set, I have to then figure out ooh, can I fill in the Is gas. this something he would want? You know, is this something right. that he would want? Am I right. missing something that he would need on the, on, on, to, to make this video really pop? Is Mm -hmm. this, you know, something that is in line with our company? Mm -hmm. Is this, you know, you know, just, just, I have to think from his point of view and then my point of view. And then when I come home and I deliver it, I then, I know, I know ahead of time, all right, what I miss, (laughs) like every time, you know, that there's never, there's never not something to improve upon. And I know that personally, and Mm -hmm. I have to sit there in the chair Mm -hmm. and hear his critiques take those critiques and be okay with it because he's not critiquing me right he's because this is not this is not husband wife time this is co-owner, to co-owner time this is business this is right. what can we do better this is like the ceo of pepsi talking to the cfo of pepsi going our what, what are our numbers how can we get this delivered no i don't like how this chain is going we got to change that chain we got it we have to see it that way Yes. Because for us, our goal is for our small company, or our small two-person company to become an agency. That is our goal. We know where we want to go and we, we don't have small vision, even though we're on a small island. Right. We know what we want and what we want is going to take a lot of work, a lot of dedication and a level of excellence that requires constant critique. Yes. So any couples out there who want to get into business with each other, you got to know, you got to set your times to say, this is business time. This is husband-wife time. And you can't crisscross them. That doesn't mean there's a set time for them. In the beginning, you should have a set time because you're going to have to learn your idiosyncrasies Mm -hmm. But for us now, after doing this for years, we could be in the middle of a husband-wife conversation and we hear something or something they say remind us about something business, right? And we switch and we know immediately, okay, we're talking business. This is not no personal thing. Hey, let's go. You know, we got to do this. Mm -hmm. For us now, we are trying to instill our business, you know, the things we've learned in business in our son, Mm. We're doing that from now because we believe in agency, in being self-reliant. Yes. And in today's world, mm. I mean, what is education nowadays?
0: That's true. That is true.
1: What is education? Mm. You could go to school for years and years, mm. and years and years and be working at Walmart. That's true. You yeah. could yeah. be a teacher and being an Uber driver at the same time. hmm As a matter of fact, there are plenty of teachers out there doing two teaching jobs at universities Mm. (laughs) and being an Uber driver at the same time and still barely making ends meet. So, and then you have people like Kylie Jenner. And even, I mean, all she does is sell a face and there's a host of Instagram women and men out there who making thousands, you know, every hour. Yes. You know, just because they're an influencer. Right. They there was no school to become an influencer. Nope. You can learn these things now, but yes. there is no school for it. No. So what is education nowadays? Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, of course, there are things you have to go to school for. Like, I wouldn't right. want an Instagram doctor. Like, that's yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I've said it's something like, like that to my brother. <laughs> like, I don't.
0: If your if your work or your primary source of income is a turner firm, I don't want you as my neurosurgeon or my right. Parent.
1: Unless yeah, there you we
0: do go. those things on the side and you did the you know you have the credentials, you can be a turnip farmer. No, if if
1: if if, if you're a, a turnip farmer on the side, if right. you're a turnip surgeon on the side. I know. If you're a neurosurgeon, you better be living and breathing that stuff, sir. Right. <laughs> like I want you I want you to not have time to breathe unless you're in someone's right. skull. That's true.
0: <laughs> That's true. But like having you could you know, having the credentials of um, of both is fine. You know, that's perfectly yeah, fine.
1: But absolutely.
0: In, yeah, but like you are saying, you know, depending on the nature of your work, especially if it entails going into somebody's head, you need to be breathing and living that. Yeah,
1: there are some things that you yeah. need school for. Right. But even that school is changing. Yes. Like medical school. There are, there, there are systems out there now where they're teaching new things using Google Glass. To, yes. you know, it's like a, sc- it's like a classroom, but you could be in India and the teacher is in Glasgow, England, mm-hmm. you know, but you're wearing a, a, a Google glass headset and you're practicing surgical maneuvers. Right. They're doing that right now. That is not hypothetical. That is an actual thing that they do. Mm-hmm. So, you know, all these things we have to question.
0: Yes.
1: And as a mother, I have to think about that. As a business person in the advertising field, which changes all the time, I'm always thinking about what's the next step?
0: Right, yeah. Uh, But I like, I know this is um, going backwards a little bit, but um, you had noted when you as a spouse pick up that your spouse is frustrated, stressed, you have no problem creating a situation where he can go and let off steam. He needs to go somewhere, have fun with his friends, whatever it is.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: that's something that I rarely hear of with females in terms of um, either committed relationships or marriages as a whole.
1: Yeah, I think this is getting into a whole other kind of conversation, but I feel like women have been, especially our generation and the millennials, we've been kind of told that women are powerful, women are great, we need equal rights, and all these things are wonderful, but we've not been taught how to take care of our spouses, how to take take care of our other half, whether that be a woman or a man. You know, we feel like we should get taken care of, but we need equal rights. Yeah. yeah. But 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 if you're gonna be equal, you too need to be able to take care of your spouse. Right. You need to see. Right. And there are women that do it inherently. Right. Yeah. And there are women that teach their daughters. Uh-huh. But on a whole, I don't think it is something that is popular. I guess. Uh-huh. You know, you don't often hear women go out and doing random things for their guys. Right. <laughs> like 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 I said, a lot of women think I'm crazy tell to go out and and you know sleep over by his friend's house. And I'm like, why? Mm-hmm. I love him, he loves me, he's gonna come up. Right, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I really I like the, I like the nuance of these types of conversations because everything is connected, so one thing leads to another thing leads to another thing. So when we're having these talks, whether it's me having these conversations with somebody about business or life or spiritualism or whatever it is, I like that these other things come up because it's almost like an all-in-one type of um, type of conversation and there's so much to learn.
1: Sorry, one second, Trish, my son is here again.
0: Sure. I guess maybe a lot of parents' approach to parenting now is more like maybe trying to make up for all of the schooling that's been lost due to covid maybe some do and some i
1: i understand that i some people might think i'm making my son do work because of that this is really just what we do all the time no matter what like
0: i've always done this i like that it's like the microculture in your household
1: Yeah. yeah i i always let him know education is very important studying is very important what you study is not so important is that you are studying
0: Uh right Mm -hmm. enjoyed you getting into um i guess what you're talking about in terms of the dynamic of having the culture in your household of education regardless of the circumstances
1: yeah for us education is very important um we have to constantly educate ourselves on new trends, Mm -hmm. new techniques, um, you know, constantly trying to branch out into new fields. Like when we started with remote media, videography was not an important part of it. Now it is almost superseding my photography. Mm -hmm. And even then I'm still trying to learn new things. Like I have to now try and teach myself how to be a drone operator. I have to teach myself, different um, editing programs so educating oneself is important to us for the business but also personally I love to read but you know when I grew up my dad would always be reading but it was always for work he loves to read as well but it was never for fun now that I'm an adult I understand you don't spend a lot of time reading for fun anymore even if Even if the education that you are reading is fun to you, it's not. Its its goal and its purpose is not for relaxation. It is not for fun. You want to read to further yourself, and I want to instill that in my son. So I'm, you know, I'm not strict about education, other than the fact that it must happen. Every conversation is a moment that you can learn something. Mm -hmm. Every television show every piece of music every event that's happening you know when it rains why does it rain right do you know which cloud you're looking at right now when a hurricane comes why is it a hurricane why did the hurricane happen if he's playing on the piano uh we have a piano in the house i put the labels of all the keys on there so i teach him okay you're gonna if you're gonna press these three um keys together this is a major key a minor key this is you know what what letter are you pressing right now marcus can you write that on uh, musical staff no that's okay you know just remember it figure it out my son has you know he he's a little composer because we you know we let him do what he has to do to enjoy being by himself because we can't play with him all the time right. and we kind of endorse his learning through play
0: right.
1: so he doesn't know it but I'm gonna say it in front of him <laughs> we let him bang on the piano we let him draw we let him do a whole bunch of things that other parents may or may not allow their kids to do without supervision because we also know that there are some things that you only really learn when you're just doing it
0: right
1: and music is one of those things you can be taught a lot of music and never really make music right but if you're playing with music and you are experimenting you can figure it out to a degree and once you get to a certain level then you can start to learn the technicality of it. And it will mean more to you if you're learning that technical aspect after you've already started creating and enjoying music right. and the creation of music and the act of playing music. Uh-huh. So we are always trying to educate him in every way that we can, be it by book or by play. Right. All this is that's that's... Really cool it's 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 tough it's why i said i'm a very dedicated mother i i don't i don't take mothering um i i i don't i don't foster anyone else i don't i don't be like oh can you watch my kid i don't ever i've never really done that i don't i've never really had a babysitter um that doesn't leave me much time for Uh. (laughs) self-care Admittedly, so I am doing right. that more now. Okay. Um, just he's old enough now where I can leave him for a few hours and be like, "I'm going away. <laughs> leave me alone yeah. for an hour." Yeah. So that's that's a new thing for us all. Right. It's not right. he's not always happy when I do that, but you know he's 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 getting older. He's learning to enjoy being. By himself to a degree mm-hmm. right now he's not happy because I'm talking and he's trying to focus but he is yeah. insisting on saying beside me
0: right right
1: moaning <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah you know I like your approach to um, to your son learning and you and your husband learning in terms of it's not it's a little more Laid back, but in the sense that it facilitates the joy of doing something. It's not- Yeah,
1: we try to, because yeah. if you if if you don't enjoy it, it's not going to stick as well. Mm-hmm. And and anyone who's had to read any kind of legal text, unless you are a fan of legal text, right. you can read the same sentence fifty times, mm-hmm. and it ain't stick. <laughs>
0: That's so true. <laughs> mm-hmm. And a lot of insights. And it's, it's really a lot of things that, um, well, some of which I wasn't expecting, which was a happy surprise. <laughs> and um, things that I have thought about, but haven't really gotten a chance to talk about it in terms of ha- having somebody as a soundboard. So hearing it from someone else who's actually deep in it it it's it's actually really refreshing and then a lot of it is things that aren't discussed outside very much and if they're discussed they're discussed in a very i want to say in the normal way in the typical this is what's been set before us this is how we deal with it blah 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 and the fact the fact is that you are doing the thing that i've been thinking my whole for a very long time it's we need to find a different approach to things. It's you evolve with the problems that are before you. If you don't evolve with the problems, then they will persist.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So that that's really part of the kernel of what I wanted to get to, which was actually covered without me even leading it there. So, Sweet. <laughs> yes. It must
1: be like water.
0: Yes. It's the Lee. wise
1: words of Bruce Lee. Yes. <laughs>
0: It's one of my favorite quotes.
1: <laughs> Look here, like my husband and I, we constantly mm-hmm. say that to each other. Like, yes. say, like the, the more we go into business, mm-hmm. especially in our particular field, is the more we see the need for that. Mm-hmm. Because everything changes so much today in our world, around us. Mm-hmm. And our field is the instigator of much of that change. Mm-hmm. And we have to be on top of it and be able to ride the wave, guide the wave, push Mm -hmm. the wave, pull back the wave. (laughs) Master the wave. Master the wave. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's a constant evolution. It's a constant movement. It's constant growth. Mm -hmm. But it's also being able to step back and take that time to, Uh to Uh self-evaluate and to allow yourself to fail. Right. As as black persons and as people of color, of all colors, we're not allowed to fail enough. Uh And failure doesn't mean complete failure. Uh Like, if my business fails, Uh that doesn't mean I myself have failed. Uh It means I must then look at what did not work and fix it. And if you take your small failures every day Uh and fix them, Uh you won't have a complete failure. Uh And a complete failure includes yourself. If you fail so badly, you fail yourself. That's a whole different thing. Right. And that's, and, and honestly, I, I think complete failure is just the end of your life when you've not done anything to it and you've, take, and you've just said, I'm not going to do this anymore. You know, uh-huh. I'm not going to do life anymore. That's complete failure to me. Uh-huh. I, you know, you have to get, you, you have to get into a really dark place. Yes. And like he's... Hi. <laughs>
0: I Lyra, so, I will be done with your mother
1: shortly. <laughs> we are not. Marcus, back. we're almost done, baby.
0: Lyra. Yes, so it's cultivating a, a culture of allowing yourself to fall a few times. You, know, you, fall, you fall seven times, you get up eight. You fall ten yeah. times, you get up 11.
1: Right. The, the act of growing is failing and fixing, uh-huh. and it's a constant cycle. And once we allow ourselves to see a failure as an opportunity to learn, uh-huh. and I even, I don't even like saying it like that because uh-huh. you can fail and feel bad about it and feel crappy about it and feel bad about yourself, but just don't stay there. Right. Just don't, don't let it define you. And just about everyone says it, but it never feels... You know, when people say it to you, you're just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, the
0: practice. And i
1: I, yeah, practice is hard. Yeah, it's super hard. It's yes. painful. It's yes. yucky. It's yes. nauseating. Yes, like as a woman, y- you know, we're we yeah. have been groomed to pretty much be perfect or not. Right. There's never a in between. It, yeah. You know, right. we're not we're not allowed to feel okay being less than perfect. Right. Even today and even in today's world it's oh yes queen. Right. Yeah. It's like, On so feet. what if you just wanna be like a vicar? Exactly. <laughs> it's like can I just be the rook? Do I have to be the queen? Like must I be the top piece all exactly. the time? How many queens can we have? Exactly. You know, I, I'm not that's not to say we shouldn't strive right. to be the best that we can be, but mm. It's also okay for a season to not be the best that you can be. Just just be.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Be right. okay with being. Right. Yeah. And once you're okay with being, uh-huh. then you can start to be okay being more.
0: Right. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what I've learned the hard way. It's, it puts a lot of unnecessary pressure on you. Yeah. When you're starting
1: out. Yes. Woof. Yes. <laughs> When I started out, I thought my company had to be the best it, it could ever be from the jump, and that was impossible. I almost, yeah. We almost didn't even stay up running for more than a year until I was yeah. like, okay, this is stupid. Let me just do it. Right. And I still have to fight that. Every now and again, I have to pull myself back and go, we're not yet where we need to be, and that's okay. Yeah. It's not yet where I want to be, mm-hmm. that's okay. Yeah. The fact is, we're still here, we're still running, we're still right. a business, yes. people are still calling us. Right. Therefore, we're good.
0: Yeah.
1: If no one was calling us, if the business wasn't running, then I'd have to look at that and go, where did we go we so wrong? Right. You know, mm-hmm. if I allowed it to get there. If it was something out of my, you know, out of my hands, like an act of God. Like we had Dorian. Right. Dor- okay, Dorian. like Dorian didn't make any sense to anyone. Uh-huh. It really didn't like right. this island. Is so we boring. get hurricanes almost every year. We uh-huh. still have salty water uh-huh. in our pipes. Uh-huh. I mean, like, literally, that may never go away. Okay, yes, that means yes. we rely on aid for water still.
0: Uh-huh.
1: We're doing it, we're making it work.
0: Yeah,
1: we there's a water, there's a plastics plant here, uh-huh. and because. How they make plastics They need purified water. Right. Since the hurricane, they have they have an open line of pure water that they have running outside the compound of the business, and they just let it free run every day for anyone. Okay. That's what the big corporate places are doing here. That's how they're helping out. That's good. And you know the other corporate places are bringing in water, any style you want, baby. Know you, should, you, you, should be. you should be doing your assignment no. Did you finish? No. Okay, go back to it. Wow. I love you. Yeah. I love you. <laughs> I love you. You got I this, Marcus. You. you got this. You can do it. You know you can.
0: So it's amazing it, to have to navigate. Yeah,
1: things are things are uh, difficult right now um uh-huh. but things are difficult everywhere look at beirut <laughs> uh-huh. very true i could be living in beirut anyone could be living in beirut is you know uh-huh. difficult everywhere yes. to varying degrees yes but we all we all just gotta find our way make it work and be compassionate and remember it's okay to fail
0: right well this is rumor I appreciate the conversation, it was very insightful, I had fun, I hope you did.
1: I did too, I'm glad we spoke, um, um, I was honoured to have been one of your special guests. Yay!
0: Well, I'm going to let you go and be a mom and a wife and a businesswoman. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah, and we'll, we'll catch up another time. And um, thanks everyone for listening. I really appreciate it. Um, I'm always trying to add value and I hope you got, um, got value from this conversation. And uh, next time.
1: Next time. Maybe we'll have a part two. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>